Hello, welcome back. Extra eight hours. How you doing? Today's going to be a lucid dreaming talk that I haven't done one in a while, and I apologize for that. And I know there's people that are really loving the lucid dreaming side. Um, what I'm going to talk about today is just a little bit of a life update in general, and I'm going to get into where I'm at with lucid dreaming and what I'm going to be doing from here. So where I'm at in life in general, I'm graduating university, boys, in two to three weeks. It's pretty dope. Um, first, I would like to give a little talk on university, my experience with university at least. And if you were considering going to university, I want to warn you. I want to be some beacon for you. Listen to me. You don't have to go to university. You also do not have to not go as well. You can go if you want to. Is really what I'm trying to say. But I want you to evaluate truly what is the reason why you're going to university. And I'll share my experience. In high school, I knew nothing of what I was going to do after high school. In fact, I remember just thinking, you know, university is the next step. That's what everybody does. That's what my mother was pretty much telling me nonstop to do. And that's what all my friends were doing. I went to university. I was fucking blessed. All right, I'll say it right now. Thanks to my, Thank you, God, to my mother, my father, who worked very hard to... Um, help me pay for university thank you god to i'm not even religious but i say thank you god to blessing me with the intellect to be able to allow me to learn as much as i have learned in high school so that i could earn scholarships in university and you know thank you to every sort of different different fucking external variable that has not led to me being catastrophically killed in some manner up until now so thank you i'm grateful for all this but it doesn't mean I think university is the right choice. And I'm looking back in retrospect, you know, if I could go back, would I go to university again? No. However, I will say it has made me who I am today. So I wouldn't change the decision in my own life. But if I was t- taking a 16-year-old or 18-year-old fresh out of high school and they were asking me, should you go to university? I don't know. Probably not, to be honest. Probably not. If you're not taking STEM sciences, if you're taking either business or arts... Those are the two bad ones. Not bad. I would say two more. The two fields that I would say needs a little bit more, need a little bit more uh, uh, examination to see if it's a good fit for you. I would highly suggest taking a look at your life. Why are you going to university if you're doing business or arts? If you want to be an entrepreneur, very likely university is not what you need. If you want to be an accountant, okay, university might be a good option for you. If you want to work in business, very likely you're going to get a better education going out and working for business, avoiding the cost of university. For most people, it costs anywhere from 10. I'm at disbelief for this because I, I was so fucking blessed, guys. My mother worked at the university. I got scholarships and they, had, they saved money for me. I'm an only child, so I'm the only kid that got it. I was able to go to university without incurring debt. But people go to university accruing $10,000, $20,000 of debt a year. What? That means at the end of a four-year degree, you're looking at forty dollars to $80,000 down. Bro, if you're down $40,000, that's a big fucking deal. Before I got into school, in high school, I did not have the concept of money the same way I do now. I'll admit that. Now that I'm in university, I'm graduating. My friends are a little bit older. I'm 21. My friends are about the same age. 
I see how that affects not everybody, but a big, way bigger portion than you would guess. I am so thankful. This is sincere gratitude. I'm not joking that I'm not in debt right now. I see so many of my friends. They're in financial crisis, financial crisis. They're in debt. They need to pay it off. They have a monthly payment going to debt for some stuff that really they didn't need or didn't use. I have many friends who've went to university, did one, two years, drop out because it's not for them. Now they're in debt to something that they never used. You know, university, man, you got to make sure it's right for you because it's a big cost and a big time commitment too. That was my big thing. I didn't accrue a cost, thank God. But I, I did accrue a big time commitment, maybe 20 to 30 hours a week, probably more when I, I started off in STEM. I started off in biology probably more studying, going to class, traveling to school, traveling home from school, doing the lab work, you know, not, and and ultimately it has made me smarter. I I think it's made me smarter. I don't know. It has led me to be able to be a better writer, which is, I think is a very valuable skill of mine. It has led me to be able to think more critically. It has led me to have a better understanding of accounting. However, is that the only way you can get these kind of skills? Something we learned in economics in school was our opportunity cost. Okay, what was my opportunity cost in time that I spent at university rather than, uh, you know, studying on my own? I've, I'll say this. I've read over 100 to 200 books by now around there. I want to get higher. I want to, I hope to get it to about 50 to 100 books a year. And I was, I've read, I've learned a lot more from those two or those hundred or so books than I have from university and when I read, and you, you might experience this too, you can go at your own pace. In school, you are by, by excuse me, by default, you are going at the slowest pace. That you're going at the slowest kid's pace. You know what I mean? You're following the kid who's slowest their pace. That's who you're following. So you you tend to waste a lot of time in class doing problems that you might not need to do, or going over examples that don't really add to your education. I'll give an example. I was in class this morning, and I, I, I give 100% respect to my professor, and I, 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 I love him unconditionally. But, bro, this was an hour 15. I look at every, each class I look at and say, I spent about $50 on this class. If you work out your, my tuition, at least, over how many classes you get, probably a lot more for most of you. If you're international, you're probably looking at somewhere close to $200 on that class. And what did I get out of that one hour? Nothing. Bro, we didn't cover nothing. It's a disappointment, honestly. However, you know, look on the bright side. You do get a lot of those things. Uh, long story short there, if you don't want to go to university, don't go. Now, back to lucid dreaming. That was a very long side tangent. Um, the reason why I haven't been posting as much lucid dreaming content is because I haven't been lucid dreaming. I haven't been dreaming at all. And there's a couple reasons for that. And I'm going to get back into it starting, you know, yesterday. Uh, but the reasons why I haven't been doing it was, number one, I've been smoking weed. Now, here's a little bit of a lucid dreaming uh, talk for you right now. Weed affects your sleep uh, cycle. Okay, when you go to sleep, you pass through, I, I don't know, I think it's through three or four, or uh, sorry, four or five sleep cycles. You go through light sleep, you go through deep sleep, you go through REM sleep. Those are the three basic ones, and you can separate those into three, four different categories if you want. When you smoke weed... What it does is it inhibits your REM sleep. That's your dream state of sleep. That's the stage of sleep where you're dreaming. When you smoke weed, you don't dream as much because that cycle is cut down. 
For example, in a normal, or not normal, an average sleep cycle lasts about 90 minutes and you might have anywhere from 10 to 45 minutes of dream time in one sleep cycle. When you smoke weed, that dream time gets reduced. It might go, say, from instead of 10 to 45 to 2 to 15, something like that. That's why I haven't been lucid dreaming or dreaming. Further, I want to say weed... Guys, if you're smoking weed or if you're considering picking up weed, it's very hard for me to recommend it. However, I do understand not everybody's circumstance is the same. If you're smoking weed because of the simple fact that your friends are, that's what got me. I got hit with social proof. That was the bias of my mind that took me down. If you're smoking weed because you're with people who are smoking weed and these are your friends and they're pressuring you, very common for some reason among people to pressure others to do drugs whether it's alcohol or weed or anything they're pressuring you bro you got to get new friends that's it you know your life you live your life to the degree to the people that surround you there's a common quote you are the calm coldimation i don't know the word you're the combination of the five closest friends that you have i believe that to be true the five closest friends you have are going to make up who you are. Show me your friends and I'll show you your destiny. Your friends are forcing you to do things you don't want to do or not even forcing you because technically they're not because you make your decisions. But if they're leading you astray to do things such as smoke weed, hang out and do nothing, waste your time on activities that you don't want to do, man, I highly suggest fixing your friend group. No successful... I, I challenge anybody, if anybody's listening to this, I challenge you. Look for a successful person who says, your friends don't matter. Your friends don't matter. They don't affect whether or not you become successful. I challenge you to find somebody like that because what I think you'll actually find is many successful people will tell you, if your friends are losers, you're going to be a loser, bro. You got to get new friends. That's a fact. Um, so... Yeah, and the other thing too I wanted to mention with weed, weed, since it, people say weed doesn't affect how you, you know, your memory or your things like that. I'll give you a fucking first-hand experience. I'm done smoking. It does affect your memory. I have noticed, I have noticed, I have noticed in myself over a long progression, a decline in my mental faculty from smoking too much weed. That's a fact. I think it will come back. I've also, you know, during the, I probably smoked weed for about six months now, to tell you the truth. And in that six months, there's been times of high, high fucking volume of smoking. And there's been times of abstinence and then high volume again. That's pretty much how it's gone. When I went from high volume to taking a break and back to high volume, that's where I noticed it the most. Because after stopping, I noticed it went back up. My mental faculties went back up. I was back to being my sharper self. Uh, I noticed it was about maybe a week or two after I stopped smoking. After I started smoking again, I went back to where I was. And what I found you know it wasn't the long things it wasn't the things that i've already learned that are in my long-term memory what i found that it slowed me down on was my short-term memory i was i wasn't losing things that often but there'd just be times i lose things or i might miss forget things or i'd have a harder time following along because my working memory my short-term memory isn't as uh, sharp as it once was and there's science to back this up listen guys weed inhibits your rem stage of your sleep now, let me ask you a question. Do you know what the, the, the purpose of your REM cycle sleep is? Well, it's for not only dreaming, but when we dream, we encode memories. 
This is where a lot of the memory process is being, you know, it's happening. People say you go to sleep, you sleep on something and you remember it better. You know, there's always the old adage, you know, don't, don't pull the all-nighter before the test because you want to have a good sleep. You're better off, you know, studying two hours and sleeping eight rather than studying eight and sleeping two. Um, when your REM cycle is getting cut off from weed, you guys, we're losing that process in our sleep where memories are being encoded. Highly, highly, highly recommend if you don't, I would say moderation is the key with weed. Just don't get too heavy into weed. Something about weed culture makes it so that smoking every day is something that people do. And it's accepted. It's generally accepted among weed smokers that you smoke every day. I've heard people call it their medicine. And just, I, listen man, I don't know. But I highly suggest taking a look at your life before you do that. You don't want to become dependent on a substance as well. Luckily, uh, weed isn't as, as addictive as some other things like cigarettes, but you can still get addicted uh, in the same way you can get addicted to eating fatty foods, right? It feels good, and then your brain associates that with, uh, you know, your brain associates a good feeling you get from smoking with uh, weed, so you want to smoke every day, and then, you know, down from there. Um, yeah, and... Other than that, I'll just give a little bit of a life update. So I'm not sure if I said this in this podcast or I actually just did a recording for five minutes before I started this one and I I was stumbling the whole way through. I'll admit I was stumbling a little bit throughout this one as well. But the one before that, I stopped. So if I'm repeating myself, sorry. Uh, I don't know if I said it in this one or the one before. it. But now that I'm graduating university, a very common theme a lot of people have is some sort of existential angst or dread what does angst mean i use the word and i don't even really know what it means i like the way it looks though existential angst feeling of dread anxiety or anguish yep (laughs) that says that a lot of people get existential angst after they graduate or near the graduation because now we're entering into a different system all right uh, for the last 21 years of my life, I've pretty much been in another system being supported by somebody else. Probably not the best thing to have happen to you, but it's true. Uh, after university, that's your real taste of freedom where no longer are you on a routine where you wake up at this time and you go to school at this time and you sit in this class with these people at this time and do this and that time and you have homework and then you do it at that allocated time and you go back to school and do it again. There's none of that. Now it's work and die. <laughs> I'm actually very excited to get to work. Uh, what I plan on doing is I'm going to try, I'm going to attempt to do two, a couple things. Number one, on the internet, I want to make some sort of product, some sort of brand. That's why I do this podcast every day. I, I truly believe creating a personal brand is one of the most important things you can do. However, I don't know. Gary Vee says that it's a great thing to do and I believe him and it seems like a worthy goal. You know, for myself, it's a worthy goal and that I think is a bigger deal than a lot of things. Um, then the other thing I'm going to be trying to do is do SMMA, which stands for Social Media Marketing Agency locally. I have one client already. Uh, it's just a matter if I can really help them. I have them. They're not paying me, but they're not not paying me. They want to pay me, and they're asking me, how much will they pay me? Do, do I want them to pay me? Um, I'm somewhat friends with the owner, so it's kind of, you know what I mean? Like... I'm like, yo, don't worry, man. I'll, I'll see how much value I can add. And then we'll decide. I'll probably ask for somewhere between one to $2,000 a month. Uh, and that covers all my living expenses, which, what do you know? 
Uh, but really right now I'm focused on learning, 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 learning more about social media marketing. And then I'm going to try to implement. So if you know any social media marketers I could get on this podcast, please let me know. Um, and again, I'm looking for any tour to guest. I'd take you if you were a university student, I would interview you on your experience at university. Or if you were an avid dog walker, or you, if you love anything, I will interview you on it. And my email is at mattchim, M-A-T-T-C-H-I-E-M, 01 at gmail.com. So email me and I'll definitely reach back out to you. And you got to remember, if you believe in me, if you think this podcast is going to get bigger at all, then that, you know, that sort of uh, opportunity, I guess you could call it, or offer that I'm making, it's limited time offer because after a while I'm going to have to, uh, I can't I can't read all of those emails and honestly I'm probably screwing myself by giving out my personal email like that, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, leave a comment, like, subscribe, have a good day boys.